All right. Hello, idiots on parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Good morning, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, ladies and gentlemen. We are recording on Monday morning, November 25th. This will post uh, fairly quickly after. I'll put it together right away and post it for new podcast Monday. Big news as of yesterday. If we had recorded uh, a couple days ago, we would have missed this. Michael Bloomberg has officially thrown his hat into the presidential ring. You got thoughts or opinions? It's I, I look forward to an all-time record low turnout if it turns out to be two New York billionaires running against each other. I I am amused by it, if only because of... Um, I mean, they keep saying it's unprecedented, and I get that, and they're trying to build hype, but I am curious as to we've never seen anyone enter and ignore the first four states, Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, and Nevada. He's coming in for Super Tuesday in March, and he's going to push in places like California, who probably have little interest in a New York billionaire, uh, but all the other states. So I'm I'm curious about it for that reason. I, I like your take on it, the record low turnout, because it's too old, not just two New York billionaires, but two near 80-year-old New York billionaires. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, th- this is what I said about Tom Steyer. Can't you think of fucking anything better to do with your money? Is your ego really that big where you look at the Democratic candidates and go, you know what? I should step in and save this process. Fuck you. When I, I, I'm, I'm automatically against anybody who enters this late, like once they've already started debating, because if you remember, a lot of candidates looked really bad at parts of those debates. And so to me, if you're not taking the risk to, to have those sort of gotcha moments pulled on you by other candidates, um, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it feels like you're, you, you know, you, you don't get the triple crown if you only run in the Kentucky Derby. That's the way that works. That's a good point. Um, I did listen to a breakdown of why he is running, and I thought, again, that ties to ego. Apparently, he said over the summer that he would only get into the race if Joe Biden did not, because he believed Joe Biden could beat Trump. But then Joe Biden gets in the race and opens his mouth, and everybody goes, ooh, yeah, this is... uh not sure I really want to vote for this guy. They can't really put together a coherent sentence or stop putting his foot in his mouth. And so now he wants to get in the race because Biden doesn't seem like he could carry it. Well, fucking then back a different candidate. I mean, you're a billionaire. We've already shown that billionaires can shove anyone down anyone else's throat. So you have enough money to somehow save the Cory Booker campaign, but no, you would rather try and do it yourself. I I look forward to him flaming out, uh, personally. I hope he does spend $50 million and it's just tossed down the toilet. I just like the idea of of somebody being like, I am sure that I am am the candidate who should be the next leader of all 350 million of you. I mean, I was unsure a few weeks ago when everybody else is sure, but I'm sure now. Like, what do you... No, that's not a a good look, man. You should have been in it from the beginning. That is true. Well, that's the big news update. Now let's get into hard-hitting news. I uh, sent you a bunch of articles, and uh, this one, I just want to jump right in. A vegan man claims Burger King cooked Impossible Burger alongside meat, and he is suing Burger King for not offering up a true vegan option. Yeah, good, good luck with that, dummy. Yeah, well, my response is, this is one of those things where I sort of believe in totalitarianism, in the dictatorship, in a, in a strong, like, China-like government rule, because... In my world, if I were... Say what you want about Kim Jong-un, he would not put up with this shit. Exactly. Exactly. If I were emperor, I would wait for someone to file a suit against Burger King for not having a vegan enough burger for them, and then that person would just be removed from society. You would go work in the gulag. You would be the guy making, uh, oh, we need license plates made, and you just volunteered. This is the dumbest goddamn thing ever, and it just, in my opinion, shows that America has pretty much all of its shit together. Because if we have time to worry about this, then racism must be solved, pay inequality must be solved, uh, sexism must be solved, um, childhood... Oh, no, no, no. All those things are still happening. It's just this guy, he's such an animal activist, he doesn't care about problems that human beings have. He's 
He cares about animals, and that's, oh, that's it. Oh, that, that's what... We, we actually didn't solve sexism or pay inequality? Well, that's just strange, because I would have assumed that if you're taking the time to sue Burger King over a, a, a hamburger that's not even a hamburger, then, then all problems must be solved. Philip Williams is the asshole in this uh, situation, and Philip Williams, fuck you so hard. Uh, you're just a. Dick if it makes him feel any better, there's barely meat in Burger King's actual patties anyway. So <laughs> there you go. And and as we, as we point out, the only time, the only time we mention that I'm a vegetarian on this podcast is when I want to attack other vegetarians or vegans because I just eat a certain way. I've had the Impossible Burger. I found it tasty. Was it cooked on a grill with meat? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't have that much time on my hands to get angry, to go into Burger King, order something, and then go, now, was this cooked purely on its own vegetarian grill? Fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck right. you, Right, like, it's, uh, it's, it's fast food. If you're, that, if you're that picky about your food, you don't eat at Burger King. That's, that's just a rule. Right. Uh, you, you are... <laughs> Has he been a vegan waiting for this? Like, oh my God, I became a vegan, but I just can't wait to eat a Burger King again. It 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 just it 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 frustrates me that this is the thing that it's news that it's real. This is one of those where if you file this lawsuit, the lawyer should be disbarred for taking it on as a case instead of just saying, "Look, I'm not going to take this on. This is a bullshit case." The lawyer should be fired, disbarred, and they should both be, I don't know, thrown in jail for a month to Hello? think about what they've there? done. Oh, sorry, you're, you're cutting out, man. I can't, yeah, I, I couldn't hear you. No big deal. I just said that okay, they should be now. thrown in jail for a month so that they could think about what they've done. Well, I, you know what I think it is? is I think it's in terms of the lawyers. Lawyers, I for the most part, unless he's some super vegan lawyer, that, that that's, that's his passion, that's why he got into law, is to sue people over cheeseburgers. Unless he's one <laughs> of those guys. Uh I think they look at, like, if this guy was making this lawsuit against, you know, some mom-and-pop side-of-the-road burger joint with maybe two or three locations, um, the the lawyer probably wouldn't take this because he'd be like, there's no money in it. What he's hoping is that this guy will go, my rights as a vegan has been violated, so I am suing Burger King for $32 billion. I'll settle out of court. For a hundred grand, you know, I I think that he's hoping that he'll do that, and then Burger King will just sort of be like, "Eh, let's just make this go away quickly and quietly," as opposed to fighting it. Here's a check. We're Burger King. We got the money. Fuck you. You know, that's that's what I think the lawyer's hoping for. And unfortunately, a lot of times that's what the corporation does. And I hope Burger King does not back down here. I hope they take this all the way to the Supreme Court because I think it would be hilarious to have the Supreme Court overhearing a case involving an asshole and Burger King. Because what what more could we waste our time on than that? If this makes it to the federal Supreme Court, this will be the case that finally kills Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This is what's going to do. This will kill Ginsburg. She's like, fuck it, dude. I got 87 kinds of cancer. I'm just letting one of them take me down. I don't care that <laughs> Trump's going to fucking pick Darth Vader to be the next justice. I The, the problem I have with this is, uh, I guess, in part personal, because we talked about this on the podcast many, many months, if not years ago. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead with perspective and then after I give perspective, I will tell you what happened. Uh, the perspective is, I just recorded my sixth comedy CD, which oh, means I, thanks, I have a minimum, minimum of six hours of recorded comedy. And that doesn't include all the jokes that I wrote, told for a couple months, and then tossed aside because nah, maybe they just weren't good or maybe they Right, were all topical. your shitty jokes, I get you. Yeah. Right, Exactly. Over the he has volumes of, and volumes of those people. <laughs> of course I do. Over the course of those six CDs, I had two jokes about vegans, and each one was probably 30 seconds. They were sort of set-up punchline. They weren't five-minute stories. They weren't weaving and rambling and going to draw you in and then hit you with a, a left you don't see coming and really get... No, they were sort of Stephen Wrightish, bang, bang, done. So out of six hours, maybe 
at best, one minute and 30 seconds worth of vegan jokes. I had a vegan online. I posted one joke as a meme, and then the second joke was actually a follow-up to the negative backlash by vegans against the first joke. A year, year and a half later, I thought of the comeback, and I posted that, and the guy wrote, you're just a vegan bully. Why don't you write some different material? And I'm like, okay, two jokes in the span of two years, and you're calling me a bully and say I don't have a broad spectrum of comedy material. Maybe you're just a little too focused on you, you cunt. And by the way, when I do say cunt, he was a, it was a man, so I am not using cunt in the sexist way. I'm using it in the British way. So if he was a woman, what would he be then? Uh, cocksucker? No, that'd be too close to home. Uh, probably just an asshole, maybe. I'll just go with cunt. Come on, man. Keep if it it's universal? This, yes, yes. It's 2019. I believe in equality, especially for cunts, you know? <laughs> All right. Everyone's a cunt. If it had been a female vegan, she'd be a cunt, but it was a male vegan, and he's a cunt. I'm sticking with cunt. And, you know, like... To go back to this sandwich, I, I know I've, I've, and I, I don't know what kind of studies they've been doing. I, I can't quote your sources on this, but I've been seeing articles popping up on my social media, uh, talking about how they're feeding this impossible meat stuff to, to rats, and it's giving them fucking cancer in twenty minutes or whatever. And it, it yeah, I mean, it's it's a cheap knockoff version of like healthy vegan options to meet you're, you're you're going with the fast food version of it it's actually it's it's not going to shock me if what these articles say is true where it turns out to be way worse for you than than actually just eating a burger with meat even shitty meat because what what it is, is a lot of these are like vegetable oils that they're making uh the the meat with and that stuff's terrible for you to be eating in large doses like that I I was when I was I was waiting for you to finish because when you started I I didn't know exactly where where you were going but I knew what I was going to say which was what you finished with you are absolutely correct they are filled with fat they are filled with these oils that allow the congealing factor to take place so that it looks like a patty the vegan burger is by no means healthy I am not a scientist, but I will go on the record now and say, yes, they are going to determine that it is, in fact, less healthy than just straightforward meat. When I eat it, I go in open eyes going, yeah, this is a tasty thing, but it's not healthy for me. It is not good for me. And I just eat it anyway. Not often. I've, I've had maybe two of them, and I don't plan on eating their daily or weekly or even monthly. I was, uh, when I got mine... Actually, what I did is I was in Kansas City this past weekend doing comedy. It was great. I had a lot of fun. But I discovered there was a Burger King two miles from my hotel. And I said, all right. I said to the other comic, hey, do you want to go to Burger King? We can walk there, eat this bad food, and then walk back. So we're kind of, you know, like not negating the shit we're putting in our system, but at least we're getting a four-mile walk. And that's what we did. We walked two miles, ate some shitty food, and then tried to walk it off the best we could. And that's how I'm going to eat that food, is, is surrounding it with something that might be better for me. Well, yeah, I mean, it, 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 I'm not saying there's no healthy way to be vegan. There's, there's no way for right, you to get right. all the protein and all the iron. It can be done. That being said, there's a reason that, that vegans have that stereotype of being skinny, malnourished, unhealthy-looking people. Because mo- most of them don't do it. Like, you, you have to make great effort. To, to get all the stuff you need from different um, supplements and different types of vegetables, fruits, you know, whatever. And and most of them don't do it. And I, you know, what, what, what bugs me is when you hear them try to make the argument that eating meat is inherently unhealthy, that veganism is inherently better for you. Because it's like, I respect what they're doing. I respect the not eating animals or animal byproducts because you like animals. You don't want to see them killed or even mistreated in any way with factory farming or whatever. I I respect. I think that's a noble cause. That being said, just be honest about what you're doing. I'm eating a certain way because I feel bad for the animals and I feel that it's immoral. It's when they when they go to this other extreme. It's like, oh, oh, not only is it immoral, but uh, it turns out it's better for you in every way, shape, or form. Uh, eating meat is inherently bad for you. There's no healthy way to do it. Like really, even even raw salmon. 
like right right from the right from the fish market i mean even you, you, you know if i'm if i'm grilling uh you know trout that's unhealthy and they they have these bullshit studies that they pull up where it's like see look at the uh, their people that eat meat tend to be more fat they tend to be less it's like yeah but you're 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 looking at people that are eating a lot of like fast food a lot of processed meats a lot of carbs with those meats um and the the vegans you're looking at are the people who are eating healthy they're going to whole foods they're getting all their fucking iron they're they're doing all that i could do another study where i take 10 guys and feed them a bunch of salmon and then you take 10 vegans and feed them a bunch of these fucking burger king burgers and we'll see after a year who's who's you, you know getting better times in the marathon or whatever the fuck yeah, no, good point. I agree with you completely. Um, one last thing I will say about it, and then we can move on to the next subject, is um, I love the Burger King ad where they uh, get a bunch of cowboys. They're wearing cowboy hats, and they're like, I love meat. I'd never eat one of them, you know, faggot uh, burgers. And uh, that's the cowboy saying the, the slur, not me. And uh, it's surprising that they allow it on television. You'd think there'd be an outcry about that. Um Anyway, they, they actually say faggot burger? No, no, I'm just oh. being goofy. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I would love if it was like right in the middle of Ellen, you know? They just kind of throw the faggot burger commercial up. Well, so anyway, and then they It's eat- a faggot burger, but it tastes just as good as a real man's burger. Like, yeah, that, that should burger. absolutely be a Burger King commercial. Um, so then they, they put, uh, they take a bite of a Whopper and they go, this is delicious, right? And then they unwrap the Whopper and there's another wrapper around it saying, ah, we wrapped an Impossible Burger in a regular Whopper, Whopper Burger and you got tricked. Um, so I said, so I went uh, to- Dude, a, a real restaurant. cowboy that's out there eating like grass-fed beef that he's that he's he's moving from one <laughs> manger to- He would take a bite of the real Whopper and be like, this sucks. This isn't real meat. Uh, I eat real bur- I killed a burger for breakfast today. It was fucking amazing. It was grass-fed. It just got taken out 20 minutes ago, just like our ancestors used to eat. It was the most organic meal one could ever hope to have. I don't like the real Whopper. That would be the the, the Cowboys' well, real response to that. <laughs> that is probably why they're, they're probably actors, and that is probably why they got the response they wanted instead of your very realistic response. Yeah, because they kept saying this is delicious, I'd, and then they're like, "Oh my goodness, I didn't, I didn't realize I was eating, you know, uh, pussy meat." And uh, yeah, so well, I and then and a, then I I think he would take a bite of the. Uh, uh, a bite of the, the Impossible Burger, and I, he would kind of get that reaction. He'd be like, I can't tell the difference, but that's not a good thing. They're both equally... Right. <laughs> well, here's the thing, because uh, I, 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 I ha- I've had the Impossible Burger. I, I find it quite tasty. I've already said that I don't think it's going to be healthy. Holy shit, it looks nothing like a burger. When you have an impossible burger next to someone that has real meat, they do you can tell by looking at it. So those cowboys in the ad, if they were real, any person would go to take a bite and go, Well, this doesn't look like a burger. This looks strange and different because when you right, look at the right. two side by side, the 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 soy based patty does not look like meat. It's brown and it's in a circular form. But that's where it about ends. You can tell, even between the buns, covered with lettuce and cheese and tomatoes, you're still looking going, something does not look right here. And so I thought that was funny. How It's like, yeah, maybe taking a bite, Jake, you are correct. They would say, I can't tell the difference because they do know what real meat is. That's not a good thing. Right. But just looking at it, they'd be like, this Both this of these burgers like burger. taste like cardboard. The real meat one <laughs> and the fake meat one. Both, they're, they're the worst things I've ever fucking had. I am a cowboy. I only eat meat that I killed just now before it went on the pan. Yes. All right. But that, that being said, dude, there there is good vegan food. Like if if you if you seek out the good spots, you know you you pay a little extra for it. You know you you, you don't go cheap, shitty fast food Burger King trying to be a Whopper, which isn't even that good in the first place. Um, you can get good. There's a couple in New York here. There's one called V Spot on St. Mark's. They also do comedy shows and stuff there. I've I've, I've done a few shows there. It's actually they have a really nice. Uh, showroom it is a vegan mexican restaurant i went there and had empanadas once 
top 10% of empanadas I've ever had. And I, I lived in Washington Heights for three and a half years, man. Like, it, they're fucking great. Uh, a friend of mine used to work in the kitchen of a place called By Chloe. Um, that's I think they have a few different locations. Like I think they got one in Brooklyn, but they have one on Bleecker Street in the Village. And they, I, I was, um, I said like like just some some early Mike, you know, and, and you know, kind of getting a set in before a show. And he was there, and he was like, "Hey, man, I got some leftover vegan mac and cheese from the kitchen. Uh, do you want some?" And I was like, "Yes, but only because I'm very hungry." That sounds goddamn disgusting, you know. I took a bite. Fucking amazing. If I ordered mac and cheese at a restaurant and that came out, I would not be upset at it. It was very good. It was like a mushroom potato based thing. It was it was it was nice. Yeah, I I too have had delicious vegan uh, food. I will uh, be clear that I am not shitting on vegans. I'm shitting on asshole vegans, and I'm not shitting on vegan food. I'm shitting on the idea of making shitty food and calling it vegan. Right. So. Right. Did you see the All South right, Park you're... episode about that? Yes, oh, it was I did. fucking amazing. I thought it was hilarious. The goo, yeah. they, I, they had the guy again, from uh, I, "There Will Be Blood." That was amazing. Yeah, uh, again, as someone that eats that way, I do take no offense. I find it hilarious. I'm not going to get butt hurt and like you're making fun of how I eat my lifestyle. It, it was fucking great. All right, moving on. Um, if there's one thing I love, it's being proven right. And Jake, you and I talked about this probably a year ago. And a study has come in after uh, Starbucks was accused of racism. They said, you know what? We are going to have an open door policy. These guys were sitting here. They hadn't ordered. They said they were waiting for friends. They felt targeted because they were African-American. So now anyone can sit in our Starbucks, whether or not they are our customer. Well, it's been a year. And Starbucks open bathroom policy may be hurting foot traffic. New study finds you have to experience this more than I do. I am in Iowa. You are in New York City. They have seen a 6.8% drop in store attendance per month relative to other coffee shops near their location because people go, you know what? I don't want to go in and find the needles on the floor and be surrounded by smelly homeless people. Fuck it. I'm just going to go to a different coffee shop. When you just open the floodgates it's going to fail, and we called it. I said, this is a bad idea. Wait, so basically just, what you're telling me is the people that are coming in and using the bathrooms without buying anything and sitting in there for hours on end, they're not like uh, uh, Columbia law professors and stuff. That's not the demographic that's going in and doing that. <laughs> exactly. And this, the study, this study, they studied 10,752 Starbucks stores from January 2017 to October 2018. So this is not like they just looked at five Starbucks and said, hey, traffic is down. They changed the policy, and 10,752 Starbucks stores showed that foot traffic went down because people got sick of walking in and saying, oh, well, now the place is full of non-customers because Starbucks CEO, instead of saying, we need to examine this problem and put a reasonable policy in place, he went, oh, shit, let's swing the completely opposite direction and say anybody can sit anywhere without even being a customer, go in, shit on the bathroom floor, that's your right as a homeless person, no policing at all, and it's fucking hurting them and that's what i you and i both said it was a dumb idea when when he when he announced you no longer have to be a customer to be in starbucks it's like you can do better you can train your managers to not target people that may be better dressed but not have ordered yet as opposed to saying fuck it Every, everyone is right a little situational awareness maybe ask them hey are you guys gonna buy something yeah we're waiting on somebody okay cool whatever now if they're still there half an hour later it's like hey man how long are you waiting for the you know then you can kind of do whatever if it's if it's super busy yeah man you can't sit there for 15 minutes and not buy anything i know you're waiting on somebody sorry it's store policy i'm not trying to be a dick like you, you there's better ways to handle it you can you can enforce a reasonable company policy about having to be a customer to be in there without getting the police involved. Exactly. And and here's the fucked up thing about this Starbucks situation is I don't know if you remember this. We did talk about it, I believe. They nailed the transgender bathroom situation that fucked Target over. Because Target 
you know, tried to be a champion of the woke and said, we're going to change our bathrooms. And there was huge backlash and there were peeps, people on both sides yelling at one another. I, I, I didn't remember that with Target. Yeah, that was the big thing is Target said, we're going to do woke bathrooms. And there was huge backlash. And what Starbucks did at the exact same time, Starbucks took down the men's room sign and the women's room sign and just put up restroom on both doors. So instead of having a women's room and a men's room, they just had two restrooms that had a lock on them and anybody That's could go the way in to and do out. It. And they didn't make an announcement. That was the big thing is Starbucks did not come out and say, because of transgendered people, we are going to take down. The-. They just sort of quietly did it. So it's so funny that they got the bathroom wars correct and won and they lost this one or are losing it by being so it's a, it's amazing that they can get one so correct and one so incorrect. See, I'm going. I'm going for like uh, uh, sort of a niche demographic. I'm I'm, I'm hoping to be the, the the most woke on it. I'm hoping to be a woke, uh, like a woke extremist with my coffee shop. I have a coffee shop. The bathrooms. I like. You have to be transgender to use my bathroom. <laughs> I won't let you piss in there if you're not transgender. Yes, that's... cisgender not allowed. No one cisgendered allowed. Yet that that would work in New York and California. I bet. But here's the thing, though. If you try to use it without buying something, I will fucking tase you myself. All of my baristas have tasers. I'm not playing that shit. You don't get to come in and fucking nod off on heroin because I'm such a progressive fella. I'm not in that respect. I'm extremely progressive with the bathrooms. Not progressive at all when it comes to people on heroin shitting themselves in my coffee shop. Unless they want to do it with a, with a frappuccino in front of them. Totally fine. You, are you can a, you, you know what you can shoot up in the booth. I'll let you shoot up in the booth as long as you buy coffee. How about that? You you are a businessman progressive. You yes. are a progressive business. You're you're you, you could be like a you you you're bringing. I'm stumbling over my words. You are bringing the Amsterdam idea of a coffee shop to America. Yes, I am the Daniel Day Lewis. In there will be blood of coffee. I am. I am a bean man. I sell coffee beans to people on heroin. But you can't piss in here unless you're transgendered. Unless you are born in the wrong body. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Next story, Jake. I ninety percent of the time I do not believe in karma. I think life just happens. But this story, I think, is karma. I don't know what it is. It made me laugh. This story made me laugh. Uh, New York college student's killer sentenced to 30 years in Nicaragua prison. A Nicaraguan national uh, came to America. Uh, a man named Orlando killed an unfortunate, beautiful woman, a uh, 22-year-old woman named Haley. And after he killed her, he read, ran back to Nicaragua because they do not have an extradition policy. But Nicaragua arrested him, tried him, found him guilty, and put him into a Nicaraguan prison for 30 years. And to me, that is hilarious, because if I was ever given a chance, where do I want to go to jail, America or a third world country? I'm choosing the American jail every goddamn time. Have you seen documentaries or profiles on Central American jails? Oh, they're fucking rough. Yeah, man. I would rather do 30 years in an American jail than three weeks in in a jail in Nicaragua. Fuck that. Yes. So that, I mean, it's horrible that this poor, unfortunate woman got murdered. It's sad. It's tragic. But it is laughable that this fucking punk thought, I'll just go home and my government will protect me. Well, your government did protect you. They said, we're going to protect you from evil America. We will not extradite you. But now you're in a Nicaraguan jail. Wow, you fucked up, you dumb, murdering-ass piece of shit. Well, yeah, man. No country wants a guy who murders a 22-year-old college girl just walking around their streets, man. Your your communities are significantly less safe with a dude like that walking around. True. And the, the other part of the story that is... I'm not even sure how to categorize this. I don't want to call it funny or sad. But, um... One of the police investigators involved in the trial pointed out that after he killed her and fled, he did leave a note saying that he was sorry. So I, I got to leave you America. Sorry. Now. Wait, wait, I was that the, I'm sorry. That, that like a Canadian serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I hacked her up there, bud. All right. I want to, before we have one more news story that I sent you, but I do want to quick jump sideways and ask you. 
have you been following all the shit going on between Donald Trump and the Pentagon involving the uh, Navy SEAL over the weekend? No, I, 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 I've been, I was busy this weekend. I have been following my, my Trump stuff as much as usual. I don't, well, let me give you a quick rundown and then, cause I'd be curious as to your opinion. So, um, a Navy SEAL was, this happened a while ago, um, on trial for murdering uh, a Taliban prisoner and he was acquitted of that, but he was found guilty of taking a picture with the dead body, which is verboten. And he was demoted in rank, and because of his actions, he was going to be stripped of his Navy SEAL, um, uh, just the, not just rank, but he could not call himself, he was going to get, um, not demoted, what, what, am, what word am I searching for? Kicked out of the military? Dishonorable yeah, discharge. Yeah, yeah, just dishonorable discharge. Dishonorable yeah. discharge. He, he was getting kicked out. Well, then Trump, well, some, some Fox News guys got on and said, hey, all he did was take a picture with the Taliban. You know, he's been railroaded. Uh, and then Trump saw Fox News, so he tweeted that he is going to order the Pentagon to let the Navy SEAL convicted of battlefield misconduct keep his trident pin, and um, he will get maybe an honorable discharge or he will be allowed to resign his post. And so the story this weekend is there's a big kerfuffle going on between the military being allowed to handle their own internal cases the way they want to, and President Trump jumping in and saying, no, no, I'm supporting this soldier. And there are people taking both sides, as they always do. Me, as a civilian, I'll tell you my point of view, and then I will listen to you as someone that is former military. My point of view is is twofold. One... As a civilian, I don't think I could ever see myself stepping in and saying, well, I'm not military, I've never been military, but uh, this is the way you guys need to do shit, because I think that's inappropriate. And two, I can only imagine, and I know this is a shitty scenario because it gets tossed out there all too often, but I have to use it. Imagine if Obama had stepped in and tried to tell the military how to do something involving a court case Fox News would have lost their shit saying this guy's never been military and now he's telling the military how to, you know, discipline soldiers or run their thing. I am absolutely against Trump on this one. I mean, he's just an asshole that watches Fox News and then tweets his opinion like, oh, this guy's a patriot. Let him go. I whatever the military decides. And I know that there can be, you know, they, they let people off or they go to it, it can go either way. I just think that people should stay the fuck out of whatever the military is doing involving their trials. They're guilty. They're not guilty verdicts. Jake, you are former military. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I would have to look up the case more, obviously, but I, I, I I'm, I'm gonna say like if I, I get that he's not military. That being said, he is technically the commander in chief. He's technically the the head of the military. Um, I mean the. In in a in an elected civilian kind of way, but that being said, if if what this guy did was take pictures with the um, the dead Taliban, and that's what people are pissed off about, um, yeah, I I, I don't want to see the guy's life ruined for that because fuck the Taliban. Um, when I was there, they, they 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 like blew up schools. They were setting checkpoints in the road to rob civilians. They raped a couple little kids at gunpoint right in front of their family at one of these checkpoints. Just dragged them out uh, in front of a long line of people. This was in the, in the Paktia province. And they, they just, a, a long line of, of, of cars on the road and the families. They just, one was a little boy, one was a little girl. I think one was seven, one was nine, something like that. Um, just raped them at gunpoint in front of the family to send a message. So you want to take a picture with their fucking dead bodies? Good. Um, I'll, I'll pose with you. How about that? Well, I'm going to um, interrupt because... So I say, I say fuck them. Let, like, take as many pictures as you want. Send a picture to me. See, that's where I'll disagree with you is um, I think back to the case... Now, I get that it's a bad look. I understand well, that, why it's a bad look. That being said... Here, let me let me give my point of view. Is It's that... Do you remember when... I think it was Marines, but I'm not positive. They were... They were... Um, yelled at they got in the media because they pissed on some taliban do you remember that i think they took video or yeah. pictures of them pissing yep. on bodies so yeah. i don't have a problem with any of it i agree with you 100 percent um the taliban are evil piss on their dad bodies fuck them 
Just don't take pictures. Don't document it. That's where the trouble comes in. Because once you take the picture... Yeah, and that's... Right, right. That being said, you know, should the guy go to Leavenworth for it? That's, no, they're that's, just going to That's where I'm him. like, all right, that's a little and extreme. The dishonorable discharge, that's that's a little extreme. I, well, he again, he was... He was charged with murder, but it was sort of it became this big mess. This again, if you don't know the story, there's a huge story where there was a maybe I could be getting confused, but there was a ranking officer whose men actually reported him and said, This guy is fucking off the reservation, he is doing crazy, crazy shit. And the military, instead of handling that, just sort of covered it up and said, Oh, well, he's fine, let's just promote him and get him. So, if it's the same guy. There, there's a bigger story than just him taking a picture. That's just what he got convicted of. Well, okay, and right, if there's more going on there, especially especially if it's involving civilians, totally fucking different right. story. But but I just well, um, what, what about the overall yeah, you know, the idea that I, I hear you, I guess that he is the commander in chief, but just the idea that stepping in and the guy is found guilty, and this is what the military is going to do, and he steps in and goes, Nah, I'm not going to allow that. They 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 say, look, because of his conduct. He needs a dishonorable discharge because we need to maintain a military image. And then someone else steps in and goes, yeah, we know he was convicted of this. And we know that this is what you, the military, wants to do. But I'm not going to allow you to do it. Well, yeah, I mean, I think in general, yeah, he, he should stay out of the military's lane and kind of let them run the stuff. That being said, based on what you told me at first, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that guy should get a dishonorable discharge over that shit. That's basically like... Um, having a felony on your record. Oh, fair enough. You know, um, like like a violent yeah. one. It's hard to get dishonorable discharged. It's not a common thing. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it wasn't dishonorable discharge, but they were going to strip him of his uh, Navy SEAL ranking. I suppose that there's nothing more right. dishonorable than that. But the whole. But I I do want to be clear. No, no, there is though a dishonorable discharge. See, uh, people throw around the term a lot, but a, a dishonorable discharge is a. It's not as common as it used to be, and b. It's fucking hard to do. Um, it's it's hard to get that. Like you have to fuck up really bad to get a dishonorable discharge. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it caused the. Um, I'm trying to find the guy's title. The, the naval secretary uh, stepped down, was asked to resign because he said this meddling oh, wow. is bullshit. We, this is, we, we needed to dole out justice, and now we are being told we can't, so he's resigning. That, that's another part of the conflict. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. If it's to the level to where like, the, all these, all these uh, you know, high-ranking Navy brass are like, hey, let us do it, then yeah, obviously he should, he should fucking let them do what they're doing. Because, again, I haven't, I haven't read this story. I, I don't really know. If, there's, if, there's, if the guy's straight up committing war crimes and and i'm you know i i i don't think it's like good to take pictures of the dead bodies especially posing either um like i i I don't feel bad for the taliban but yeah that can be used as propaganda for the taliban and they go look look what these evil americans are doing they're they're coming here and and they're um, they're, they're they're trying to wage war on all Muslims and stuff like that. That's kind of their propaganda. Is they're infidels? This is a war on Islam. Stay with us. We're with God. These guys are evil. They want to kill all Muslims. That's that's basically their propaganda. And when they have pictures like that, it, it makes it easier for them to spread the propaganda. Even though the fucking Taliban did horrible, horrible things when I was there um, to kids, women, all all that shit. But um. You know, yeah, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't take those pictures. There should be consequences for it. That being said, should it be Leavenworth and and a dishonorable discharge? I don't think so. That being said, yeah, it's it's he should try to stay out of the military's way as much as possible. I thought the same thing when he kept talking about like a trans ban and stuff. Um, granted, it, it is a medical issue if they if they do need surgery, but I would argue that that's why you don't need a trans ban. Um, is it because people kept saying that we're in favor of that going, oh, well, it costs all this money to give people, uh, you know, sex changes and stuff and they're non-deployable while they're waiting for surgery or recovering from surgery. And, you know, it has this percentage to, to go wrong and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but there's clearly a difference between somebody that needs all these surgeries and somebody that had them like 10 years ago or just doesn't need them or, you know, whatever, because trans people vary in, in how long they've been transitioning and in, in what they're doing and all, like they, they vary a lot when it comes to their medical needs. And so 
that's why you don't need a trans ban is because you you go when you sign up for the military. It's not like you just show up and they they whisk you off to basic training. You you go to something called MEPS where it's it's an intensive like five day long medical thing. And so if you go there and they 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 determine that you need a lot of surgery. Like I got in in two thousand five under under Bush, and it was super easy to get to get pushed through and get waivers for criminal stuff for um you know like the mental tests the ASVAB and stuff like that um for for all kinds of things that being said um the the one thing that was holding people up a lot was the medical stuff the army was really afraid of of pushing people through who who had medical issues who needed surgery and stuff because there's like a liability that comes along with the surgery and i mean i could remember a kid at meps being damn near in tears because he really wanted to join the military and he had something going on with his knee or his back or something and the army wouldn't let him in because they were like or i don't remember what branch he was going to but they they wouldn't let him in and you know the 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 army is not prejudice and bigoted against people with knee problems but if there's a certain level of surgery that you need they they're not willing to do it because they're like we well we don't know where we can get a specialist for this and how long it's going to take and you, you know there can be complications with recovery now that being said if somebody needs their tonsils removed that's a pretty easy one that they can get that done. Um, now, I don't know with every single individual um, surgery that trans people get where that falls on the scale of intensive back surgery that could leave somebody in a hospital bed for two years and tonsils getting removed for a quick little like hour in the afternoon and they'll be fine the next day. I, they're they're in, in between those two things, definitely. Um, I don't know where on the scale because I am not a military doctor. That being said, neither is the fucking president. And that's why you don't need a trans ban is because they're going to go there. And if those doctors determine that whatever they need medically is too much for the military... Um, it's going to be a medical issue. It's not going to be a gender thing. It's not going to be a sexuality. It's 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 going to be a boring decision by boring men in lab coats um, on an individual basis, just like everybody is. I mean, you're not really a man or a woman in the army. You are a biological piece of equipment, and that's the way they view you. If you need too many surgeries, they're going to be like this piece of equipment is broken. It needs too much work done on it. Uh, it, it, we, we can't do it, you know, and and you don't need the White House involved in that process at all. Just like you know, I I don't think you need them involved as much in like military courts either. But that being said, if if it's just about taking a picture of a dead body, no, I don't I don't think this guy should be in Leavenworth for it. So I, I might agree with what the president did. If I depending on, I, I'd have to read the details. And that's why I asked you because, as I said, I am not military, so that I wanted to hear your thoughts. And I would, if we can revisit this just for five minutes next week, maybe look up on the case. Uh, there's a New York Times yeah, podcast yeah. about it today. Um, and there are plenty of articles. It's all over the headlines. So, so give it a look, and maybe we can uh, revisit it. So, because as I said, my cool. ultimate opinion good, is, man. I'm a civilian. I am not sure I should get involved in this shit one way or another. So, all right. Yeah, I mean, as a policy, look, I think he should. I, th- I think he should try to stay out of the military's way um, as much as possible. That being said, I might disagree with how the military is handling this. And I might think he made the right decision. I, there was a kid when I was in Afghanistan who, um, he was on a multi-day mission. He was, he was in our, um, I I don't want to give too much details, but basically a, a high ranking officer had a bunch of, um, um, you know, personnel as a security detail, like many, many trucks. And it, it was it was a big mission that was um was several days of basically just kind of moving around and 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 kind of camping out in the trucks more or less, you know? And and you get tired on those. You get loopy because you're not getting regular sleep. You you start you start getting loopy, you start maybe hallucinating a bit if it's been enough days. On I think the second or third day, one of the gunners in his personal convoy, uh the story was that Somebody was handing him a nine mil up in the turret. And oh, is this where he it, blew his nuts and that's off? How it went We've off. talked about this. It, yes, it bullet went in, into his taint, 
and out through one of his testicles. Now, the army, they gave him, when he woke up in the hospital, he had a Purple Heart waiting for him and an Article 15. They were demoting him for a negligent discharge. And I'm like, all right, I think maybe we can call that one time served. It seems like he already had some negative consequences over that fucking, you know, nine millimeter bullet going off. It's, it's, it's not like you have to sit there and, you know, get a jump on all these privates shooting themselves in the nuts. Otherwise, they're going to think they can just shoot themselves in the testicles, consequence-free, and they're going to be doing it all willy-nilly. No, you don't need to do that. He, he's, he, there was an instant action-reaction to whatever um, negligent thing he was doing to make that 9 mil go off. Um, I, you, you know, you don't need to punish him further. So even though that was the military making the, the determination and I don't think the president should get involved with the military's stuff that much. Um, if the president, for some reason, if Obama would have called up and been like, uh, the guy that shot himself in the nuts, I kind of feel bad for him. And I don't think you should take a rank away from a guy who's already losing a testicle today. He's lost enough in the last 24 hours, right? If Obama would have done that, I'd have been like, good job. Commander-in-chief made a good call today. He should not lose a rank with one of his testicles. Losing a testicle is already much worse than losing rank. Well put. Well goddamned reasoned. All right, let's close this out with the same, the same way we began it. Let's, let's close it out with a book ending. Well, actually, we began with Bloomberg, but the first main news story was a bullshit lawsuit. So let's close it out with a bullshit lawsuit. Um, I lost it. There it is. Here's the headline. No FAP founder is suing a neuroscientist who thinks masturbating is fine. Alexander Rhodes, the owner of the No FAP trademark, filed a complaint against a neuroscientist. I'd never heard of this shit before this article, man. Neither had I. I had no idea, but so... I'm still confused about it. I'm kind of confused about this. Well, the, the, the don't masturbate Alexander Rhodes, the guy who founded that, uh, was a lifelong, had a lifelong addiction to porn beginning at age 11, so again, it's kind of like with the Starbucks. The Starbucks said, hey, anybody can come shit and shit on our bathroom. So instead of saying, maybe don't watch porn all day and, uh, and, and jerk off once or twice a week, he, of course, goes the extreme opposite of diction, uh, uh, direction, which is never masturbate and just that, just never masturbate. That's his thing. Never watch porn, never masturbate. And a scientist... I like that this guy is basically turned into an atheist Catholic church. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> well, then a scientist comes out, Nicole, a woman, a woman comes out and says... Don't touch yourself. It makes Richard Dawkins sad. She comes out and says, and I like that it is a woman. She says uh, there's the she studies the as she puts it, so-called porn addiction, and found no scientific basis for it, and that it's okay to masturbate. And so this guy that has founded the Don't Masturbate website is suing her. And again, I go straight back to Burger King. This is where you should take the guy who is saying uh, don't masturbate, and the lawyer that took the case. Because this is this goes to what you said. What lawyer is doing this? Lawyers usually, like, this neuroscientist is not Burger King. This is not a multi-million dollar lawsuit. So the lawyer that took this must be some religious never-touch-yourself-or-you're-going-to-go-blind lawyer because otherwise any normal person would say, the fuck is wrong with you? You want to sue the scientist? Yeah, because unlike Burger King, I don't think there's a huge payout with this scientist. No, no. You know? This is some asshole lawyer teaming up with some asshole don't-touch-yourself guy and this is where I think they should get put in the in jail or the gulag for a month to think about what they did. Like, you two are both assholes, you for suing and you for taking the case. Get the fuck out of society, and you can reenter society when you decide to be a good person. Gulag is a bit extreme. Here's here. If I look, if I'm the judge in this case, here's here's what I'm doing because I'm trying both of these side by side, same day. Um, the 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 impossible burger guy can't jerk off at all in November. <laughs> Uh, the NoFap guy has to eat only Impossible Burgers for the entire month of November. And that, god damn it, that is why... I'm, I'm making them flip-flop. That is why I love you as, as, as a person and as a podcast partner, because that is fucking quick, the way your mind works. I would never have thought of that. That's 
fucking it's, it's my smoke the whole carton justice. I'm going to make them smoke a whole carton of celibacy <laughs> and impossible burgers. It's going to be great. And that's where I want to end it because that is a beautiful bookend to this podcast. So, in fact, I might just, I might, if I become fewer, I'm just going to buy all those impossible burgers and I'm going to use those as punishment for all kinds of things shoplifting, uh, child abuse. You know, you just have to eat a bunch of impossible burgers. Well, People will fucking quit doing it. The problem is they're actually tasty because they are Burger King and Burger King makes food that is not good for you but that you can you know stomach so all right i mean i don't know i'm just not a big fast food burger guy my go-to is the mcdonald's single cheeseburgers because honestly i don't like filling up on that stuff because it gives me such bad indigestion and all that um that i'm like what why would i do that and the only time that stuff's even worth the money is if you're buying off like you know the dollar menu the extra value menu whatever it's called um because you get like the sandwiches that's on the posters and shit they're they're like seven eight dollars sometimes and i'm like dude i could go to it's not like a, a hamburger's an expensive thing on a menu i can go to like a nice bar restaurant you, you, you know what i mean like with the that that has you know not too many TVs, just a good nice little Irish pub that has a good menu. Um, I could get a burger for like ten bucks. That is going to blow the balls off of the the fucking crown jewel of any fast food restaurant. That is true. So why am I paying you seven eight bucks yeah. for a fast food burger? That's fucking ridiculous. That makes zero sense. Yeah, when they they build those up, it is silly. All that right. being said, I want to try this goddamn Popeye's chicken sandwich. I got to see what all this hype is about. It, it, it annoyed me at first because I'm like, I could cook a, chick, uh, a chicken sandwich at home that will fucking destroy this thing. It'll destroy it, you know, but I, I haven't had it yet, so I got And I'm sure it's good. Dude, chicken sandwiches at fast food restaurants are normally a good go-to. They're usually not too overpriced, and, and it's a good, safe bet, man. They're they're, they're pretty good. The, the, the beef can get very, very hit or miss at fast food places, more miss than hit the chicken sandwiches are usually a pretty good you, you know you're it's it's, it's going to be decent for the price and and it keeps getting compared to chick-fil-a and like chick-fil-a's chicken sandwiches are pretty fucking good man uh so i i if if it's better than that then it's going to be great uh i'll i'll let you know what i might do that for thanksgiving man i'm not going with amy to pennsylvania because i have like a show or whatever and like i have a couple things at work going on so i'm gonna try to have a thanksgiving dinner with popeye's chicken sandwiches that's my goal well there you go and you can report back to us i await yes your review all right kids uh thank you for listening thank you for sharing thank you for uh reposting retweeting or just tweeting on your own oh dude wait real quick i got a better idea i'm gonna eat one of those back to back like i'm gonna videotape myself doing one of the reaction videos and then i'm gonna eat a an impossible burger from burger king i'm gonna lie and say it was better so i can be some kind of vegan jesus and go viral (laughs) well there you go i'll sell out for fucking anything at this point uh all right. Well, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Go write nice reviews about us. Uh, JakeVever.com, NathanTimmel.com. Uh, we will talk to you next week. Later.